Here at Beyond, we acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which this podcast has been recorded today, the Wadjar people of the Noongar Nation. We also pay our respects to their elders past and present. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Hi. So good to have you here. Thanks for supporting this pod. First of all, to the ones that are tuning in every week and or every second week and sharing the love with everybody, I just want to say a big thank you. I so appreciate it and I want to reach in my heart as many people as possible and I'm hoping that these words that I speak are helping you in some way and I love the saying, take what you like, leave the rest, be your own guru. I really love that for a long time. I was on the chase for a guru. I was on a chase for someone greater than, (laughs) this is going to sound weird, but someone greater than me to guide me. So I I suppose unconsciously I had someone that I was wanting on a pedestal that I needed to reach a certain height to be okay. And I realized that I don't, but I have an energy that I can work with to help me for lack of a better word, be happy, content, fulfilled, in acceptance, in love, no matter what is going on in my circumstances. Boom. Okay, thanks for joining us today on Beyond. (laughs) What I want to talk about today is something I've been chatting with with one of my girls that I'm coaching, and we were talking about, she was asking me about quietening the mind, and I thought, what a great topic. What a fantastic topic to talk about. And it's a topic that has no ending, only a journey. There's no one answer because the answers change depending on where you're at. Okay. So I have probably skirted around this topic around in different different episodes, but we're going to like consciously focus on this topic more so today and and my experience on it and some of the the things I give people in 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 my sessions to to help them with and everything in my sessions is really unique so there isn't one script or menu for for one person everyone has a different menu a, a different script and some people want to cook the bread that way and take that ingredient out and some people want to wear different outfits with different things and different colors and mix it all in it's different for everybody and I I suppose well no definitely that's what I love about doing the work that I'm doing there is no one formula and it depends where you're at in your world that what's going to work for you okay and it's and it's not meant to be oh this is it but we we our minds I should say constantly want it to be it this is the key, this is the formula, but then things change or life happens, but then it opens it up to more joy and more investigation and more, at the end of the day, investigation and and struggle can lead to great freedom and a great knowingness of self. So what I want to talk about today is that mind. I don't want to talk about how to quieten it, but I want to investigate the subject of that and what that possibly means. You know, when we come up with that question, what does that actually mean? Some of you know I got sober in 1992. I was 21 years of age. I have been sober, woo, day to time in April, 31 years. Don't ask me where this time has gone. 
And I remember walking into the rooms of my sobriety rooms and thinking, like, my life is over, this sucks, da-da-da-da-da, because I didn't really have conscious awareness around what, what I was actually doing, right? And I was believing the thoughts in my head, and I thought I was the head, and I thought I was the thoughts, right? That has not now been my experience, because I wouldn't have kept the sobriety thingy going, if it didn't get better and if I didn't get great reward and freedom. When I say reward, I mean me back. That is the reward, getting me back and continually just striving to get more of me back in my life is the reward. So getting into sobriety, I started my self-awareness journey. It frightened the fuck out of me and I thought that I would have to be someone that I thought that I could never subscribe to. And I did, I did have that thing of like, I am not enough. And so I have to become this type of image or this type of person. And I wasn't looking for an image, but I'm thinking I have to be that type of guru to exist on this planet. There was no acceptance of me whatsoever. And for good reason too. I had been through a lot in my journey. A lot of the dark stuff that was fed to me was in my thinking process and I believed it. So I have been investigating this topic for a very, very long time. And I continued to investigate this topic but I suppose where I'm at today there is a surrender to my thoughts and when I'm having a funky day it is sometimes to do with I'm in my head I'm in my head that might be Hope barking I'm not sure if you can hear her I've just let her outside it's very early morning here it is Tuesday morning I'm gonna go get my dog hang on I'm back, just feeding the, the fur babies here. Six o'clock in the morning, I think almost six. So I have been exploring this beautiful topic for a very long time and it excites me no end and there are a lot of great books out there that can help you. And I think for me, what I was saying earlier was where I'm at today is there is a surrender or a deeper awareness of that I am not my thoughts. Now, I don't wake up every morning and go, I am not my thoughts. It's probably not a bad idea to have that little mantra every morning. (laughs) But it's so human nature to get caught in our thoughts and I think to think that I'm not going to be is a bit ridiculous and a bit gaslighting to, to thyself. So that acceptance that we've come back for a human experience, but I have a distinguished thing where I can see my human versus my spirit right, my authentic self, and I can see the noise and observe it more so. And I know for a long time, the gurus, I suppose, that I followed, or, you know, more in books was like, you are not your thoughts. And I used to get so frustrated with that, because it was so loud and so true for me. So it takes time. And I want to say to you, go gently. And I think, you know, I, I just thought, there's no way I can combat my thought, combat my thoughts, and I haven't combated it, but I have surrendered to it, so it doesn't impact my decision making this day. I don't go with the lies anymore. I don't go that I'm unworthy. I don't go with that I'm the worst person on the planet. I don't, I don't go with nothing good's going to happen to me. Why is the universe going for, going at me and having a go and all this stuff's happening? I don't go for those thoughts anymore. I don't buy into that. That is not true. Now I've got Bobby at the door. Please hold. Back again. So those things I know are factual. I don't feel like I did 30 years ago where I was chasing something. 
I do feel safer in my own skin these days. Bobby's just jumped on the bed. Hi, Bobby. I do feel safer in my own skin. I do feel that I am enough. I do know there is a light that exists in me that I have with me on a permanent basis that is my bestie, which is my soul voice, my spirit, which is who I am. So how do we combat combat our thoughts? We can't combat our thoughts, number one. We have to surrender to them, investigate them if we want to. We don't have to. We slowly become aware of things that are no longer acceptable for us. I think for me that's been the, the, journey, of surren- the, the journey of surrender is the freedom and it's the greatest gift. And I think we are always becoming, we're always becoming and we are always recognising the thought processes that we've been subscribing to or buying into that's been really hateful or, or really debilitating. That, that's hope drinking water. That has kept us unhappy. And I think what I see in a lot of people not everybody, and what I've seen in myself, to com- my thinking around combat- combating my thoughts, and it's not like I've been going when I was younger, not that I was going, oh, I just need to do this and this and I'll combat my thoughts. But it's like, well, I really just went with my thoughts and I need to achieve this, this and this in my life to be happy. And so I would get a level, a level of achieve- achievement or satisfaction and then I would still be unhappy or may not be able to uh, be in the moment with this gift that I was receiving or this accomplishment because the head was never, ever satisfied. You are not enough. You are not enough. You are not enough. That was what was going on for me because I was told that as a kid. So recognizing even that core belief was a game changer and really surrendering to that and continuing to surrender to that. So one of the core beliefs, I talked about it in the beginning, when I got sober, my life's over. Anything that we're giving up, right, because we don't want to do it anymore, we don't whistle Dixies in and go, yeah, I'm so glad I'm getting sober. I was devastated. I used to cry all the time, like my life's over. But it was the opposite from doing the work and really diving deep into why I drank and getting support with that, with fellow people that are in recovery, and seeing the light, seeing them down the track. Like I love listening to people that are down the track to where I've been. I don't want people preaching at me that haven't had my experience. I really don't. I don't want them preach preaching at me. Is and I can tell when someone's full of crap and they're telling that they're sprouting out the words and they haven't experienced it. Okay, I want your blood and guts and your story. That's just me, right? It's not necessarily you. Other things work differently for other people, right? So that belief system was definitely challenged and definitely not true. The one that I've had recently is, you know, that I'm talking about the body image stuff and I have to keep talking about this stuff because I'm still in the process of it and it's so powerful to talk about it. And the, the, the mindset I've had around my body image has been really destructive my whole life and I've really been debilitated at times by it. And I feel like I'm actually getting a sense of freedom around my body and really shifting my thoughts around that or really kind of breaking up with my thoughts, I suppose, breaking up. I'm breaking up with you. Thank you for being there and giving me that feedback, but the feedback isn't, isn't correct and it never has been. And that download that I received was somebody else's download, okay? So, so how do we quieten the mind? You know... It's those core beliefs that can really be loud, that when we're ready to have a look at it, that, that it can be a game changer, 
right? So the core beliefs that are like repeating on repeat all the time. It's I don't know with the younger gen if they remember the records that we used to play. Oh, shit, I've just folded my knee and I just cracked my knee. When I was growing up, there was a thing called a record that played music, right? And then sometimes the record had a scratch on it and it would keep playing. So if you've got something in your head that keeps playing or you keep reacting to something and it's making you really uncomfortable, do you want to shift it? Are you ready to shift that? You don't have to believe that you can shift it, but you just got to want to. Because I didn't believe I could stay sober and be happy, but I wanted to shift it because I I started to see the evidence of what it was doing to me and I didn't want to live like that anymore. I, I had a sense of that I deserved better, right? And I, and I knew that what I was doing really wasn't my core truth, right? So asking yourself that question, is there something that keeps on repeat all the time in my head that is like, oh my God. And it might be the stuff we've already spoken about. It might be, oh, why is the world doing this to me? In that mindset, we're, we're just going to keep drowning. It's like, I'm not saying bad stuff will stop happening, but it's like, what is bad stuff? I've I've thrown that shit away because it's life on life's terms. And it doesn't mean I walk in and get burnt in a fire and go, life's on life's terms. No, if the fucking fire's hot, the fucking fire's hot. Acknowledge that. I'm not going to suppress that emotion down in that moment. Of course not. But when stuff comes down, the universe isn't at me going, you're a piece of crap, Donna, you need to learn this lesson, so we're going to make all this crap happen. All right? Nothing is ever going to be really smooth sailing in life because it's not meant to be like that, but I can find a safe place and a smooth sailing place inside of me. Sailing place inside of me that is my home body energy source higher self whatever you want to call it you don't have to get too much into that those words you can find your own words but that soft place inside yourself right that soft place inside of yourself that has your back always that's been the game changer for me and identifying those heavy thoughts that I that I wanted to kind of work on and explore why and really go deep with that stuff. And sometimes I've had healers over the years, psychiatrists, spiritual coaches, so many different people that I've needed at different times. There's been books that have profoundly changed my life and helped me identify what is going on for me because sometimes I don't even know that I'm doing what I'm doing with those thoughts, right? And those thoughts can be very destructive because I want to escape those thoughts. So I'll go out and do buzzy things that only makes my life worse. Because it gets too unbearable to stay in those thoughts, so I need a break. So that's why I drank. Not why I drank, but that's one of the reasons. That's why I had a lot of love addiction stuff. I always had to be with someone else because I couldn't stand being in my own body, right? So I had to go get a buzz with my next boyfriend. Next boyfriend, next boyfriend. And I wasn't going, hey, next boyfriend. I was just like so fucking frightened to be on my own and, and not validating myself in any such way. So I had to go to the next boyfriend until I didn't and then I made changes there, which I won't go into today. I have talked about many a times. So just the, the main thing for me I want to say to you guys today, you know, heading into 23, what is the one thing that's on repeat that you want to change? You don't have to think that you can do it. You've just got to want to. And then I would ask, ask the higher self to show me the person that's going to help me with this stuff right getting to the core of it doesn't mean it's going to go away but we can observe it as we dig deeper into it and it doesn't have the power anymore as we we go deep into why we think like that and what happened to us and what is in our body still that is making us believe that stuff right i didn't have parents growing up 
God bless them. That was like, process your stuff. Honor your feelings. You are enough. Go, go for all your dreams and your goals. No, I didn't have that. I didn't have that. I was like, you're having a feeling. How dare you? You're going to have the feelings that I'm having. And if you're having a feeling that's different to mine, that's not good. And you are doing everything on my terms, not your own terms. So my will was succumbed to someone else at a very early age and I changed and shut down. So all that trauma was making decisions for me in my life. My authentic self was hidden away. Okay? So... We're going to have many subjects on this. If you like your podcast, like your audibles, I would start listening to people's stories that have come through the other side. That has been the biggest kind of aid in recovery for me is listening to people's stories. I know when I changed the pattern around men finally and found, found Mike, that was a journey. But I started hearing people's stories on how they felt in relationships and I found someone that had a story like mine and it was the Eat, Pray, Love book, Elizabeth Gilbert. A lot of people took book, that book and, and ran in different, different corners of the world with that book but how I ran with that is I was like I feel like I don't have shame anymore and what I've been feeling around my, my men stuff. But a lot of people went to Bali and did all that stuff. Great. But I got what I got was the raw stuff that she was talking about because I felt so much shame around the raw stuff. And that's why we don't talk about that stuff because we have so much shame and people don't talk about it because, hey, they're on Instagram and they're all, you know, <laughs> doing great. Let me tell you, no one's doing great. We're all human. We have great moments, but we all of us have this head that's blah la 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 la. So today, what I'm, what I'm, I'm, um, where is my head today? I suppose right now, it's okay. It feels okay today, right in this moment. I did a workout last night. I've joined a gym. I'm doing classes. I'm revamping my whole physical relationship with with exercise, and I really enjoyed my gym. And I feel good today. I feel feel very at one today. Other days I can be still processing my body image stuff and have days and I've got a coach that I talk to about that, la, 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 la. So, you know, that, that's today. I never go, hey, I'm just happy, joyous and free. <laughs> there's no arrival moment on that, but there's a deepening of, of love for yourself in your body, in your mind, in your heart, in your energy. And I like to call it my spirit because it's so powerful. You know, my mission is to help you guys connect to your spirit before you leave. Your, your spirit leaves your body. Your spirit is there now to work with, and it is so full of wisdom and humor and love and acceptance, and it's beautiful. And I think what a lot of people get confused about with this spirituality stuff is like they think they have to be the spirit. And so they deny all this stuff that we're talking about, and then they get more fucked up because they're denying their human stuff. Right, they're suppressing, oh, no, I just have positive thoughts. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> no, you don't. So I have a relationship with my, my spirit today and it's my go-to and it's my everything and I know it exists and it's existed my whole life and I had glimpses of it throughout the years, you know. It was like, oh, I don't want life to be like this, but, you know, there's got to be something else. So that was my higher self coming in my wisdom, right? So if you're struggling, when I say struggling, if you really feel like, you, you know, your head's got you by the balls, ask for some relief around it and ask for some direction of how to kind of manage this, I suppose. Meditation can be a great tool, but I think what, we, we don't strive for perfection in meditation either. And I don't meditate anymore. 
I chakra dance. I used to be big on meditation. And if you do want to do meditation, I would definitely fine tune your skill set on meditation. Like I went into a primordial sound meditation years ago, Deepak Chopra. I was meditating on my vibrational mantra when I came into this world. And I was meditating twice a day. It was epic. But I think also it can be this, well, not meditation itself, but I know sometimes when I was scared to confront things, I was like, I just need to meditate and I'm fine. So stuff that was coming up for me, I wasn't really dealing with and I was acting out in the destructive way. So for me now, I get releases. I don't hide it now. It's like I get, when I'm chakra dancing, it's my meditation, dancing with your eyes closed. Some know that I am a chakra dance facilitator, but I mainly dance at home now for the moment. But so I get releases and awareness around what the problems are or how to fix, for lack of a better word, or put the puzzle comes together. I'm not afraid of my pain anymore. I'm not afraid of my pain anymore. Okay, and it might be the walk down the beach. It might be the cup of tea in the morning. It might be locking yourself in the pantry away from the kids for 10 minutes and saying, I've got you, I love you. I'm going to just not live in my head today or I'm going to accept that I'm in my head. Acceptance of when you're in your head as well is really, really good. It's like I'm in my head. So we don't have to, like sometimes we can go, I'm in my head and not go, go there. It's like I'm in my head today. I'm really, really tired. I'm in my head. That's amazing. And that in itself is amazing without kind of going, no, it can't be there. Man, I'm fucked. No. Anyway, I'm going to go. This has gone longer than what I thought, but there's so much to be saying about this topic and I will talk about more it soon. I love you. You guys are doing great. So, so great. I can feel so much love on this potty and I thank you so, so much. And we're going to talk soon. I'm waving. I'm waving goodbye to you guys, okay? I'm sitting on the bed waving goodbye. Love you. Bye. Oh, follow me on Insta, right? So follow me on Insta, Donna Marie Psychic or Facebook. I've got the Just a Quickies happening. I've got the readings and I do coaching. But I also can coach you. I mean, a lot of the time these days I'm coaching people in readings, right? I'm helping them work through their stuff. And again, it's fine-tuned to you. It's not like me looking at a script going, oh, you need this today. And energetically, your guides are tapping in to what you need in this moment. And they're making sense of stuff that you can't make sense of or are feeling lost about, okay? So if you want to book that in and do some coaching, or, and you can have a combo of coaching and a combo of intuition as well, okay? I am looking at different products, and I'll be launching more soon, and I will be doing live shows soon. I'm really trusting my intuition around the live shows. I know I keep talking about it, but I'm really trusting when I'm going to land, and I think it's going to be cooler when I land that. And I'm just waiting for the right venue to, to really feel comfortable with, okay? And I want it to be really, really special for you guys. It's been a few years since I've done my tours and I cannot wait. All right. I love you and I will talk to you later. Mwah.